Music, news, entertainment. It's all right here. This is The Kelly Alexander Show. Hi, it's Kelly, and this week we chat with Grammy Award-winning recording artist Brandy, who is not only an amazing vocalist, but an actress and producer who has starred on a bunch of TV shows, including Moesha, and has even appeared on Broadway in the musical Chicago. We also welcome Canadian EDM duo Loud Luxury, who have had an amazing year with the success of their song Body, which won them a Juno Award for Best Dance Recording in 2019. And we also have new music for you from Sophia Carson, Rehab, Alan Doyle, and her. The Kelly Alexander Show. Oh, thank you for having me. So first of all, I have to ask you this. How does it feel that you've carved out such an amazing career for yourself that people only need to really say your first name and everyone knows that we're talking about you. Like when you say Brandy, it's just you. Like, just like when you say Beyonce, when you say Janet, like you're in the one name club. You know what? I'm, I'm very, I'm very grateful for that. Um, you know, at the time when I first started, I had no idea that, you know, it would, um, it would be that at some point, but I'm, I'm very thankful that I, you know, I've been, respected and supported, you know, for so long. I'm, I'm very thankful, very humbled by it and, and grateful. So talk to us about the fact that, you know, it's been a few years since you've released a new full-length album. Your last one was 2012's 211. How did you mm-hmm. know, like, how did Brandy know it was time to, and I hate saying the word return or coming back because you didn't go anywhere, but just, just that you've, you're releasing something new. Um, I, I felt like I was in a better place uh, in terms of my creativity, in terms of my music, um, you know, I went through a difficult time, you know, in that in that eight year uh, break. Um, I was really trying to get myself into a better place mentally, spiritually, creatively, and also find a better place for my music to be released in in a, in a way where I felt like I could partner with someone. and And I felt like I, I had found that 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 home with E One and. Uh, they gave me my own label, Brand New Entertainment, and I was able to also work with uh, the producers and the writers that I felt, you know, were open to my story and, and the songs that I wanted to sing about and and to make my music a, a way to just be therapeutic for me. And and again, creatively, I just feel like I'm in, in the best place. And, you know, you just know when it's the time. And I feel like, you know, now is the now is the perfect time because everything is aligned the way it should be. Whereas before, I, I didn't feel like I was in the best place for me to, to be a vessel or to share music at the time. It's funny that you say that because I watched a bunch of your recent interviews that you've done. And the one thing I feel like they all have in common, no matter what anybody's asking you, but when they all ask you about your new album, your eyes sparkle when you talk about <laughs> B7. So yeah, it's amazing. Like you just, your eyes light up. Uh, so what, what has got you like so excited? Is it the certain songs? Is it just the whole situation? It's, it's, it's all of it is, you know, to be able to find, uh, your sound again, to be able to discover, you know, new things about yourself as an artist and to, uh, create music that, that I actually love, that I actually, uh, loved to sing, love to create. Um, a lot of the lyrics came from, from my own spirit, a lot of the melody and, and a lot of the production. I, like I said, I was able to work with people that embraced me wearing, you know, so many different hats that I never got a chance to, to wear. And this is really the first project where I'm really coming into my own as a writer, as a producer. And, um, and I just, I just feel so positive about it because it's honest. And when something is honest, you, it, it, a freedom comes along with that. 
that um and I've never experienced this kind of freedom before in my in my in my in my music career at all. How would you describe the sound of the new album? Like because I obviously the first single we've we've all heard it's amazing, Baby Mama, and and it ha- it's like to me it sounds because I've been with you forever as I told you before we started recording, and it sounds like it's like you you from the '90s, but in a 2020 vessel. Thank you very much. And, and that's, that's how the album sounds. And, and, and of course, every song has its own, um, has its own sound. It's, it's sonically, it, it, it's a, it's a body of work that all is consistent and it all goes together. Like you don't have to skip a song, but each song has its own, has its own thing. And, and that's what I love about it. And I, and I wanted it to be that way because, um, I wanted every song to be special and I wanted to speak to, to everyone, everyone that, that, that buys it, everyone that streams it. I, I want, you know, I want for every song to speak to them in, in its own unique way. But I mean, I touch on everything. I have mids, I have ballads, uh, you know, a little bit of rock, uh, you know, of course, R&B, but every, like I said, every song has its own, um, has its own thing, has its own sound. It's funny, about a year ago, I think it's about a year ago now, I saw you like in, um, I think it was Black Girls Rock, and they mm-hmm. penned to you in the crowd because it was Crystal Waters, Robin S, and CeCe Peniston on stage performing all their hit songs from the 90s. I lost it. Yeah, and when I saw you, like you looked like you were having the best time. Like, would you ever do some dance EDM stuff? And I was so happy that you were happy to see those ladies from the 90s still doing their thing. Oh, yeah. I, I, I love, I love, um, you know, champions. And I think people that are, you know, from the 90s or from, you know, just from their time or their prime still doing their thing, it always excites me and it always, you know, brings hope to me, you know, because it makes me continue to thrive. But yes, I love EDM. I, I love all different types of music. And I'm not just an army singer, I'm a singer. So, you know, if I like something, if I love something and it speaks to me, I want to at least take a, take a stab at it, take a try, you know, at it. So maybe more of that in my future, for sure. That's amazing. I'm going to wait for 100% pure love from, from Brandy. That would be, be amazing. Um, you talked just a few moments ago about uh, the many different hats you're wearing with this particular project. I'm just wondering, is it tough to balance Brandy the artist versus Brandy the businesswoman? Oh my God, yes, because I don't, I don't understand how business and personal are separate. <laughs> I yeah. don't, I've, not, I've never been the kind of person to, to truly understand that because I think just being a, a just a humble person, a, a good hearted person, that's how I want business to be handled. I don't want to be unfair. I think everything should be fair and everything should be, um, you know, done from a place of love. And, you know, with this industry, it, it's not really like that. So it is very difficult for me to, to separate the two because I don't like to play that vicious game. I, I just, I, I don't like it at all. I don't, I don't think it's even necessary, honestly. I think if everything was fair, I mean, fair should be religion, honest, mm-hmm. honestly. If, if that was the way we lived every day, I think the world would be a better place. So it's definitely difficult for me to separate the two. And that's yep. probably why I've been so hurt in my life in, because I've, I've had a hard time separating business and personal because they, they go hand in hand. We, we wouldn't even have a business if people didn't personally sing from their heart or personally, you know, like artistry is, is personal. So we wouldn't even have business if we didn't have that. So I still don't understand that, but I'm, I'm working with it. I'm learning about it and getting better with it. 
Do you find it challenging then, like, as an artist, Brandy? Because, like, you have obviously collaborated with so many people. And in a sec, I do want to ask you about your collaboration with Monica, because obviously that's epic. But I'm just wondering, like, you guys are, you know, you see each other at award shows. You see each other maybe when you're, you're out on tour or they're out on tour and they come to your show. When you do collaborations, is it very organic? Like, maybe you bumped into somebody at the BET Awards and, and that's how things kind of happen? Because it feels like between artists, it's very pure and very sacred. But it feels like when the other people get involved, that's when things go south. Yeah, things do go south when, you know, all the business people uh, get involved, management, you know, which is which is something that definitely has to happen to to make sure the business is taking place. But for me, I've been very blessed to collaborate with people that that I feel like, um, you know, I've been a fan of and I've actually, you know, approached and, you know, asked if, if it was OK. And a lot of people that have collaborated with me that have reached out to me, they you know, just shown so much respect, like the chance, the rapper collaboration, like he reached out to me about a, a completely different song and just poured into into what he felt about my my gift and my life and what it's meant to him. And, you know, I was just so taken aback by that because, you know, that doesn't happen very, very often. And I was so thankful to just uh, work with him and, and also collaborate with him on, on stuff that I wanted to do. And it was very organic and it felt like it was, it was meant to be. And when things feel like that, you feel good about it because you know, it wasn't forced and you know, you really didn't have everything to do with it. You knew something higher kind of brought you together. And, and I appreciate collaborations like that, honestly. How does it feel to be, because you've been in the, in the business for a minute, but you're, but you're still young and, but you have people that just have so much respect for you. Like, what does that feel like knowing, like you just said, like chance came out of like, not out of the blue, but kind of, you know what I mean? To ask yeah, you to work did. with them. And, and like, like, do you, do you, I don't know, like, do you, can you take it all in that you have influenced so many people, not only other artists, but your fans who come from all walks of life? Honestly, I, I so appreciate it. And it's, and it's, you know, in some cases it's very overwhelming because I'm, I'm me. So it's like, you know, sometimes you don't understand it all, you know, you know, why people show so much love, why they give you these, you know, amazing titles and, and things like that. Because again, that's not why when I first started, that's, I didn't know it would get to a point where it would be, you know, this much respect or this much love, or, you know, I didn't know I wasn't doing it for that, for, for those reasons. And then when it happens, it, it just feels like, wow, I, I really inspired this person. And that's, that's a great thing. And it continues to um, inspire me to keep going because it, it makes me feel like what I'm doing is not in vain. It, it, it really touches people. And, and that's why I, I, I love music to this day, because I feel like I'm being a vessel for something that's, that's bigger than me. And um, that, it feels amazing, especially from artists that are incredible. Yeah. You know, like I get love from artists that are incredible where it goes, where I go like, okay, Fantasia, like you are like a, an incredible singer. What are you doing talking anything about me? Or, <laughs> you know, just people like that, Jasmine Sullivan, like people that I just like, I can't even get through a whole concert without crying, you know, and it's, it's unbelievable. Just even going back to the Whitney Houston days when, you know, that she chose me to uh to be around her and to work with her like that's mind-blowing to me i'll never be able to just accept that that that's a that's a that's a true reality you know so i'm just blessed and and it keeps me humble and, and as long as i stay humble i'm i'm i'm, I'm good with everything keep the love coming y'all keep it coming <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot for you that's for sure uh joining us on the show grammy award-winning r&b artist and actress brandy you can grab all of her social media uh, handles off of her website foreverbrandy.com 
I have to bring some collaboration to you because I know it's been a couple of years now, but I guess it was back in 2015. You got to reunite with uh, MC Light, Queen Latifah, and Yo-Yo on stage for the 20th anniversary of mm-hmm. I Want to Be Down. What was that like just to revisit that? And like the crowd again went nuts at the award show. I was so excited because, you know, we did everything exactly like the video, like the stage looked exactly like the video. And just to see, you know, these powerful women that inspire me, you know, as a kid, us all come together and to, you know, relive that moment. It was just it really felt like we relived the moment. And I just, I, I so appreciate them and their contribution to this industry and to this game and for staying true to, to themselves for such a long time. And, it, and, and they rocked it. I mean, we really, we really put everything into that performance. And I was just so happy to see all of them. But I was so focused because I didn't want to mess up. <laughs> I was like, let me just stay. I don't want to get, because, you know, I'm huge fans of, of all of them. And I can kind of get out of control when I, connect with people and see people that I admire and love. So I was trying to stay as focused as possible. But after it, the performance was done, I was just so excited and acting just like my normal excited self, you know, <laughs> when something good happens. And it was just great to see them That's- all together and us all together. It's great. That's awesome. Well, I'm, I'm happy it was as fun for you as it was for your fans, like us watching you, because it was amazing. So I'm so happy that that, that happened. And, you know, I don't, I don't know if you're aware of this, because I know that, uh, you know, you have many anniversaries that go by, but it was just recently uh, the 22nd anniversary of The Boy Is Mine. Can't believe yes. it's already been 22 years. What does that song still mean to you? And did you know or have an inkling when you guys put it out that it was going to be massive? I knew that it was going to be special because I, when I first heard the song, just blessed to work with Rodney Jerkins and LaShawn Daniels, who helped me discover and find, you know, my sound and find so many things out about myself as an artist. So to hear that song and just sonically, it just was different than anything I had ever heard. And it was a real song. I just felt like it needed Monica. I knew that it needed Monica. And, and, and I felt like she brought such such an amazing vocal and um, just swag to it that, that, that just made the song complete because the song was already a song and it was already done, but I was like, it's not, it's not complete until, <laughs> until she's on it. And I was so right about that. And I was like the only one that could, could see this vision. I just knew that it was, I just knew that it was going to be something. I didn't know it was going to be as huge as it was, but I mean, who, who thinks about a song being number one for 13 weeks and then to actually walk away with a Grammy? Like I didn't, I didn't see all of that, you know, but I felt that it was something special. You know, I did, I really did. And I, it would not have been as special if, if she wasn't on it. And if Rodney Jerkins and LaShawn Daniels didn't produce it and, and bring out the great vocals, you know, between the both of us, it was, it was great. I'm if so you, happy. We did that if song. you're sitting in the car and that comes on, do you crank the volume? I would. Yes. Okay. Good. Okay. I definitely would. I definitely would. I, that's a, that's a, it's, I love the song. It's a really good song. I wanted to ask you too, um, you know, I'm sure you've noticed over the last couple of years that everybody is returning to the 90s, like that, that it's just having such a resurgence, even though a lot of the music that's being produced is obviously, you know, 2019, 2020, all that kind of stuff. But there is just such a, a love for what went on back then. And now, like when I saw the video for Baby Mama, like it could have been 1998. But again, with the sound of what's happening now, like was that a conscious decision or is it just you? 
I, I think that um, just working with Derek Blanks and Frank Gatson, you know, they are all they're all from the 90s, you know, era. But they do again, they do work that's that's forward as well. But yeah. that was um, that was a ode to Sammy Davis Jr. Actually, uh, Rhythm of Life. That was like his entire video that um, was created to, of course, for us to do our own thing with it. But that was definitely paying homage to to that time that Sammy Davis Jr. did that particular um, moment in his career. But yes, it's, it's me too. Like I'm from, I'm from the nineties. I'm going to bring that flavor with me. I don't, I don't know how else to be. That's just, that's where I'm from. And that's one of the best times in music. Mm -hmm. And you really had to be on point to, to, to make, to make something happen in that time. And, and I'm proud to bring that time in 2020. Um, But also, um, influenced by uh the the newness of, of now as well you know and it and it's great to stay um in a place where you can reinvent yourself but also stay true to yourself do you actually like making music videos because again that music video it just looked like you were having the best time i love making music videos i hadn't made a music video in a while and i'm you know, I'm a lot more comfortable with my dancing and I have a lot more of a vision for myself now. So I want to play those things out in front of a camera, like me and the cameras get along. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. We get along. (laughs) That should be like your bumper sticker. That I, that's like awesome. I love that. So good. Um, I wanted to ask you too, like, I know your, your daughter's starting to dip her toe in, in music and all that sort of stuff. Is it challenging for you uh, or I should start by saying, was it easy to let her do that? Or did you have reservations because of like what you've been through? Well, it's easy to let her do it because it, it, it's, it's, it's natural for her to do. And I love seeing her, you know, find her art and find her songs and songwrite and sing. But it's also hard because I know what comes along with this business. And I know how, um, how people's mentality can... Um, basically be taken right from under them because they're not strong enough mentally. I know what I have been through, you know, as a child star and, you know, having to grow up in the public eye. So all of these things come into play when I think about her being an artist, but I think I'm definitely in front of it, you know, and I'm the best teacher for her in terms of, of helping her and guiding her, you know, with, with her process and her journey and in, in becoming this artist. But at the same time, I, I want her to go as slow as possible because my daughter has a beautiful sense of self and I want her to continue to develop in that as well as her artistry to where when she comes out and she really goes for it, nobody can take anything from her. What's the importance of your family with regards to Brandy's life and Brandy's career? Because like, for example, I, I love the relationship that we see with you and your brother, Ray J. It's like the, the relationship I have with my brother. And I, I can't imagine my life without my brother. So I'm just yeah. a, like wondering, yeah, like what does it mean to have them as you continue your journey career-wise? My family means everything to me. And I feel like, like having them as my as my foundation, you know, my mom and my dad are my rocks. And I feel like... Um, they are the people that are going to keep it real with me. They're the, they're the people that are not going to be afraid to hurt my feelings. They are the people that I can come back to when, you know, I've, you know, gone out and tried all these things. And, you know, if, if something didn't work, I can come back to my family. They bring me a sense of peace and um, 
They remind me that God is real and I have family and I have love no matter what I do. If it's music, if it's, you know, nothing, if I don't do anything, I have my family and I know that they love me for me. And um, that's a beautiful feeling to have. It, it, it makes me feel like I have a, a place to balance everything. You know, I can do everything that I dream to do. And I also have um, a foundation that I can um, always depend on. Have they heard the new album yet? Of course they've heard the new album. <laughs> they've heard the new album. They are very supportive of it and, and very proud because it, it took me a while to get to a, a place where I felt comfortable with releasing it. And, and um, it, like I said, it, it just, it's, been a, it's been a long time coming for me to get to a place where I feel like, you know, I am me. I am settled within myself. I know exactly who I am. And I'm not going to fold for, for any reason necessary. And um, I'm here for a reason. And music is, is, is a huge reason. And I want to stay true to that. Your spirituality, how much of a part does that play in just how you operate as a human and as an artist? My spirituality is who I am. It, my spirituality is my creativity. And um, I know that um, there is a spirit within me expressing itself as me. And I want to stay as open and as humble as possible. So that thing, that higher power can always uh, express through me and protect me and guide me in, in, in all that I do. And I feel like it's within all of us, even if we don't call it God, even if we you know, have different names for it, it is within all of us. And I think just to honor that and to respect that, you know, I'm able to see that in, in, in everyone I look at and I'm grateful for that because I can reach you well because of that, you know. I did want to ask you too, um, I watched a clip just earlier today as I was preparing for our chat of when you appeared on the Today Show when you were uh, doing the role of Roxy Hart, you were just about to open on Broadway in Chicago. I'm just wondering, you just look like you were so excited to be able to launch into that. Was that a life-changing experience for you and will you do Broadway again? Completely changed my life. Completely flipped my entire dreams around. I, I would do Broadway again in a heartbeat. I was actually trying to do Broadway before I even put this album out. I wanted to do, you know, Waitress right before, you know, I was ready to, you know, release the, you know, the new single and all that. I wanted to do something on Broadway because it, it just gave me such a freedom and discipline at the same time that I had never had before. And I just developed such a respect for artists that do that every single night. And who look at, you know, audiences, every single audience is different. So everyone that performed, you know, in Chicago, they were at their best every single night. And it just made me step up my game and, and, and really just uh, respect the craft even more. Like that's the real show business. Broadway is the real show business. Don't even think about going to Broadway if you can't hang. Cause it's, cause you know, you'll be told to sit down very quickly. <laughs> like So come with your A-game and come with the respect for, for, for the love of, of art, music, acting, dancing, all of it, and, and give it your best shot. And that's what it taught me. And I'm very blessed to work with the people that I worked with because I'll never forget that experience. I wanted to ask you too, um, I wasn't able to find this out. Have you been to Montreal before? Like, have you ever been here for to film a movie or to do like a TV show or anything? Because I'm just wondering if you've had a chance to come to our city. No, but I want to. And I've heard of it so many times, you know, Montreal, darling, I, <laughs> I would love to come. And, and, you know, especially when everything, you know, goes back to 
I guess, normal. I don't know if that's the word, but I, I would love to come and connect and share and sing and, and, and see you guys and feel the atmosphere. Honestly, that would be a dream. I'm going to hold you to that. I'm going to hold you to Please, coming to Montreal. I'm serious. <laughs> I'm very serious. I love that. And I wanted to ask you too, I feel like you have a thing for Canadian singers because back in the late nineties, you actually covered Brian Adams, everything I do, I do it for you. And mm-hmm. then last year you worked with um, Canadian Army singer, Daniel Caesar, which was amazing on Love Again. Yeah. So do you actually, um, like, do you pay attention to some of the things that we're doing up here musically? Like, I know we have The weekend, we have Justin Bieber, Drake, like, but are there other people apart from Dan? Uh, That's a lot of people over there (laughs) that you just named. (laughs) You just named some, like, legendary people over there. (laughs) It's true. It's true. Um, I could could know a lot more about Canadian singers. I I definitely could know uh, so much more. I, I could know so much more about music in general. I'm really, like, you... You would think that I would, you know, have better uh, knowledge and information, but um, I could definitely get better. So if you have any more suggestions than the people that I already know and love, I would love to like, do you have anyone that you would suggest me listen to? Because Yeah, well, you know, what's funny. Especially now that the album is in, I can (laughs) get into other people now because I'm like so not into people when I'm creative. So, of course, like if you can... That's Give so me cool. some more suggestions. Do you watch uh, Did you watch the so- the show Songland with Ryan Tedder and Esther Dean? Like, have you heard about it on NBC? I have heard about it. Okay, so so they had her on there. The R and B artist, her. Of course, I know. Her. Yes, and she um, actually one of the contestants, one of the songwriters, is a Canadian artist named Jocelyn Alice. Jocelyn and, Alice. And I'd love for you to check her out because she is a white girl from Calgary, but has so much soul. And I really thought her was going to pick her song. <laughs> it came. Okay. <laughs> So you have to check out Jocelyn. You that, like white people don't usually have no soul. Now I go. <laughs> She's amazing. She has, she has some good Calgary soul in her. She's great. And I hope you can actually check her out. I think you'd like I her. would love to. Let me, I'm going to write that down. I have, if you'd have, we were on Zoom video. You would see me writing it down in my journal <laughs> right here. Jocelyn. Alice. Yeah. Alice, Alice. Jocelyn Alice. Absolutely. And I love Songland. Perfect. Yeah, you have to check her out. If you can even get a hold of that episode, because I even I've even messaged Jocelyn and I said you have to record the song, even though her didn't take it. You you have to do something with it because it's it's so good. And I'm I'm so glad you have such love for Canadians, and I, I can't wait for you to come up here. And uh, before I let you go, I did want to ask you uh, for to, I want to break it down with Brandy. That's my thing. I have seven questions. I have these okay. seven questions for your fans. Okay. So, um, what these like the fast questions? You think it'd be fast? You can whatever you want to do. But okay. what's the best compliment you've ever received from a fellow entertainer that has stuck with you? Oh my God! Um, you are my Whitney. Ooh, who said that? I, I don't want to say who said it because okay. I don't want that if they if, if if somebody got a problem with that. I don't want anyone to get in trouble, but I've heard that from a very dope artist. You are my Whitney. And I'm looking at her like, okay, go sit down, the girl. <laughs> okay, go sit down. <laughs> That's, well, I'm glad somebody said that to you. That's fantastic. What is something you do that fans might be surprised about? Like, does Brandy go and do her own groceries? Oh my God, yes. I, I, have, a, I have a normal life like the breaks that i've taken from music and fame and all that kind of stuff has granted me a normal life honestly okay so do you I mind grocery- if people come up to you in the grocery store and like want to take a selfie is like is that oh cool? i love that like i love <laughs> i love people i'm a people person but you know i don't I, it doesn't trip me out if, if people come up to me and, and want to take pictures with me and a lot of people that do that 
you know, they're real true fans and they like tell me like sweet stories. Like, you know, you changed my life. You talked me off of a cliff, you know, that kind of <laughs> stuff. So it feels great. That That's feels amazing. Great. Mm-hmm. What, what type of, of shoe is your favorite to wear? Like, are you a heels girl, flats? Do you like your sneakers? What's the deal? I'm, 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 I'm a Jordan girl and I'm a Ugg girl. Okay. Oh, I like that. Okay. That's like cool. Uggs. Yeah. <laughs> when, Jordans. when you are on stage, like what song of yours gets the biggest reaction from your fans? Ooh. Almost doesn't count. Oh, really? That's yeah. amazing. Okay. That's my favorite song to sing. I'll drag that song out too. So that's probably <laughs> why they, they, they get a reaction because I'll just sing that song until the time is up. I just, I love to sing that song live. Oh, that's amazing. Okay. That's cool. Now, uh, if you could be in any super group of, of five singers, so you and four other ladies, who would those four other ladies be? Oh, I would be in a group with uh, Fantasia, Jasmine Sullivan, and uh, ooh, who else would it be? I only saw us three, honestly. I wanted us to be like <laughs> Destiny's Cat. <Yeah. laughs> that's okay. You can be a trio of magic. That's good. I like that. Okay. Can I tell you a secret that I've been never that I never told anybody? D- please. I'm I'm scared to I'm scared to say it um, because this is in no way in in disrespect to any of the Destiny's Child members. But when Destiny's Child was going through their thing of trying to find nothing, <laughs> yeah, I was like, if I could, I would want to do that because you know I was such a huge fan. I would, you know, that. That would be amazing. They should they should all come back together now and have like a feature with Brandy. That's what <laughs> oh they. <my> <laughs> Let's put that out in the universe. That's, oh, that song would go. Oh, my God. But that's between us, even <laughs> though I know it's going to, even though I know you're going to tell all the listeners. You I, know. If you tell me not to, Randy. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because that's something that, that's something, that's something sweet to share, you know. But, but again, it's in no disrespect to any of the group members that were there before and in no disrespect to Michelle or anybody like that. But, you know, when they were looking, I was like, dang, I would love to be in, you know. But yeah. <laughs> Oh my God, that has totally made my day. You have made my day knowing that Brandy wants to be a member of Destiny's Child. <laughs> so cool. I did. I really did. <laughs> uh, I, what song do you wish you had written? Whether it's something from like the last 12 months or maybe even something from the 90s. Oh, there are so many, but you know, I don't like to cover people's songs, but just like, just so many of the Rihanna songs. It's okay. just... I mean, the Sia, the Chandelier, I mean, a couple of Esther Dean songs, the No Air song by uh, Jordan Sparks. I, I just knew No Air. I was like, I wish that song was my song. That but, would have been yeah. great if you had been on that, too. It, this is yeah. such good ideas you have. <laughs> but again, this is, again, I love every artist that has done the song. But you know how you just wish that, you know, yep. the diamonds in the sky? Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. Come on, Ree. Let me get the second verse, Ree. Just the second verse. <laughs> oh, my God. You should, Brandy, you should feature on her, her upcoming album because we've been waiting for, you know, R9 for like a year and a half or two. Come on, R9. I know. I'm a huge fan of Rihanna's. Like, I've, I've met her a couple of times and I just told her, I said, let me just, let me just vocal produce. Let me just get in there and just like, just... <laughs> For, for nothing. I do it for free, Rihanna. Like I just wanna I just love her voice and I just could imagine my imagine her doing some of the things that I would want her to do mentally as a singer. Oh my god, with her tone, it would be amazing. Oh so that's I'm amazing. still I'm still still wishing for my vocal production shot with Rihanna. Okay. <laughs> well we're putting all this out into the universe. Yes. Uh and last question about for for the fast or fast question, the B7 questions. What's your favorite board game? 
my favorite board game, mm-hmm. Life. Oh, that's good. Okay. Yeah, I, like I know that. you was on. That you, I know you thought I was gonna say Monopoly. <laughs> Who likes Monopoly? It takes Wait, life hours to play that game. <laughs> life and checkers. Okay, that's cool. Checkers. I like that. Yeah, I checkers like that. is fast. Awesome. Uh, and before I let you go, I have to ask this because. I'm glad that you said you're a big Rihanna fan. I'm actually a huge Janet Jackson fan, and I've always wanted to ask you your love of Janet. Like, what's the deal? Do you love Janet? You know I love Janet. I love Janet. So Janet did um, this 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 run in um, in Australia, like right before everything you know hit, and um, I didn't know. Because I, I usually not know, you know, who I'm on, you know, uh, the, the bill with because I get nervous and I don't want to get in my head, especially if I'm like huge fans of people. So I, I was on the bill with Janet Jackson and I realized I was on the bill with Janet Jackson and I was so just stoked. And she walked in one day just to go to her dressing room and I'm like losing it. I'm shouting like I'm in church. Like it's unbelievable. And I met her and we took a picture and it was just, it was like a dream. It was a dream come true. And then when I saw her concert and I was out there doing all the dance steps, it was, it was, it was a mess. So I'm a huge Janet fan. So I understand how you feel, girl. Awesome. I appreciate that. Well, I hope you will do a feature with her too. So I'm putting that in the universe too. I would love it. I would love it. Oh, that's amazing. Well, I just want to thank you. You have I'm going to say this, and this is something I don't say like very often, but I'm going to say this because I mean it. And I wish you could see my face right now because I mean it a million percent. There's a few people that I've always wanted to interview in my career, and you're one of them. So I just want to thank, thank you. you so much for doing this. Oh, my. God bless you. The Kelly Alexander Show. Time now for some new music. Actress and singer Sophia Carson has just dropped a new single with DJ and producer Rehab. As you can hear, it's got this amazing tropical house vibe to it. It's called Miss You More Than You Know. And if you're thinking to yourself, I feel like I know this name, Sophia Carson, you probably do. She's appeared on the Disney Channel. She's also been in Pretty Little Liars. For a minute I was thinking it was getting me close by the bottom of the bottle I know what the Great Big C's lead singer Alan Doyle has released this new song with three-time CCMA Female Artist of the Year, Jess Moskaloop. It's got a great title, has a great vibe, What the Whiskey Won't Do. Alan, by the way, is a 12-time Juno Award nominee and in 2018 was awarded the Order of Canada for his contributions to the musical traditions of Newfoundland and for his commitment to a bunch of charitable initiatives. Grammy Award-winning recording artist Her has released this new song that she wrote in response to the recent police killings of unarmed black people. The song is absolutely extraordinary, and I can't do it justice, so I just want you to take a listen to it. video for the song, by the way, is also very, very powerful. The editor compiled footage of protests against police brutality and systemic racism from around the world. And you should definitely make the time to watch it. It's very, very important. New music on The Kelly Alexander Show. Very excited to welcome the boys of Loud Luxury, Andrew and Joe. Hi, guys. Thanks so much for hanging uh, out with us. Nice to see you again. 
so happy to see you guys. We had so much fun with you on our uh, our live stream last week, and we wanted to get a couple more answers out of you guys, and you were super sweet to, uh, to join us one more time. I did want to ask, uh, I guess starting off, what do you guys both consider as your first big break? Uh, definitely um, when Tiesto signed uh, Fill Me In and a few of our other records, um, that kind of got the ball rolling for us. And um, he, he showed a lot of support. And that was a big legitimizer because um, a, lot of, a lot of really amazing things came from that. Now, uh, I did want to ask for people who weren't able to be with us the first time. When it comes to body, when you guys were crafting it and all that stuff, did you guys know that it was going to be something special across the planet to us. It felt special. Like we were always like, I'm really excited to put out this song, but that was pretty much the scope of any of our expectations for it. Cause at the time we were living in a one bedroom apartment. We were living in LA basically on next to no money. Uh, so it was really impossible to be like, Oh yeah, this song is going to go number one and compete with really big artists just cause you're, you're nobody. Now, when it came to the follow-up, was that uh, nerve-wracking to figure out which song you were going to put out after Body? Because it blew up, and I know that a lot of people are very, you know, it's stressful to think, like, what's going to be next? Um, not really, because uh, we were actually uh, planning on doing Love No More um, as being the lead single over Body, even. So it's kind of funny, because Body just really exceeded the expectations, and we didn't really um, think that was going to happen. So uh, after that, I mean, it's just, it's just making music and having fun. It's just kind of what we've always been doing. How do you guys describe your sound? For us, um, it's something that sounds like you're on a freeway by yourself in the middle of the night driving. You know, it's fun. It's a good vibe. It makes you feel something. And it, at the end of the day, it just makes you want to party. It's night music, you know? <laughs> That's perfect. Now, uh, talk to us a little bit, too, about... Um, being Canadian artists yourselves, are there other Canadians that you guys would like to work with? Tons, basically everyone. Uh, I mean, where do, where do we begin? Justin Bieber, Drake, The Weeknd, Shawn Mendes, Alicia Cara, um, Jesse Reyes. Um, the list goes on. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, stacked. there's so, many, so many good artists that we'd love to work with. Have you had a chance to meet any of them, like Alessio or Justin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We met Jessie Reyes. She's a really sweet girl, uh, super talented. So um, it was really nice meeting her and, and seeing that she was just a really down-to-earth person. Um, in terms of everybody else, not really, no. <laughs> no, I, I, just speaking of Jessie Reyes for a second, like, would you guys craft a song for her or would you have a song and just want to put her on it or it anybody else? It changes, you know, there's okay. some people we get in the studio with and we write the song that becomes the song right there. Sometimes we write a different song and end up reworking it. That's the beauty of being a producer first is that you can remix and remix over and over again until you find something that feels like it's us. Now, the fact that you guys are in LA most of the time, is it easy or challenging for you to keep up to date with what's happening in Canadian radio? Um, we stay pretty like frequent about it and uh, a lot of... Uh, people are always sending us um, videos and 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 stuff like that. So um, it, it, it's good. Yeah we, yeah, we try to stay pretty current. We're close friends with a lot of the Virgin team, especially Dames over in Toronto and a couple of people we keep in touch with. So, you know, we just hear what's going on from them, making sure that we still have our finger on the pulse. Do you guys think you'll ever move home? Or are you guys in L.A. for life now? <laughs> uh, for now, L.A., but who knows? Um, I wanted to talk to you guys too about traveling. I know that there's no traveling at the moment and hopefully things will get back up to speed fairly quickly. Um, what's the best and worst part about being on the road? The best part hands down is going to a new city frequently and just seeing 
all the sites there is and meeting all these people and just soaking in that culture like a sponge. It's so sick. I think the hardest part is the early mornings. <laughs> yeah, we don't really get a lot of sleep when we're touring, so it's how nice. Do, how do you it's guys actually tour? Like, are you are you on a bus? Are you flowing around? Like, how does we've done everything? Over? Yeah, Pretty much everything. We've done buses. We've done planes. We've done trains. You oh wow! It. Okay. Yeah. We've been taking, even taking a Greyhound bus 15 hours to a show once. That wasn't pretty, but we did it. Even helicopters, everything. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Now, when you guys are on the road, um, because I know that you're, you guys, your schedule is crazy. You're spitting at night, all that kind of stuff. I'm sure you have radio and promo stuff to do during the day. How do you guys keep yourself sane and fit, and do you try to eat as healthy as possible? Yeah, eating pretty healthy now. Um, it's really good because we can kind of – uh, control everything we're doing. So working out, like I'm working out every day, um, and eating just as healthy as we can. So, I mean, that stuff's important regardless. Like I'd be trying to do that while I'm on the road anyways, just because if you're not sleeping and you're having a little bit to drink and you're traveling all the time, it's easy to, uh, neglect your body. What's the importance for you guys of having that Las Vegas residency? Like what does Vegas mean to you guys? Vegas is really special because for us, it's the party capital of the world. And people come from all over the place. And then they go tell their friends how special of a night they had with us. So it's really special just sharing that experience with everyone from around the world. Um, and it means a lot to us. They've been day one supporters for what we've been doing. When it comes to your Canadian fans, like when you play back home in Canada, does it mean more to you guys? Or is it still like, I'm just wondering if there's like a special level playing back, whether it's in Ontario or the rest of Canada. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, it's insane because... Uh, we did September, October, November uh, on our big bus tour and uh, a, a massive chunk of it was in Canada as well. And I would say Canada, all the shows that we had there were probably some of the best ones we had just because literally like from Saskatoon, like anywhere, like they were just like all packed, like sold out, like just always such a vibe. You guys recently released Aftertaste for us. Like we're playing it on, on our station and it's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. We're so happy that you enjoy it. Oh my God. It's so good. I told you that before guys that I, I love this song like beyond and the video is super cool too. Um, now that that's done and the EP's kind of done, uh, do you have like specific plans for the next six months? Absolutely. Because of our, Yeah. Okay, cool. I mean, it wouldn't come as a surprise that right now with all this free time, we've been making a crazy amount of music and we have a lot of stuff ready to go. Actually some stuff that we're really excited about. I think we're just waiting for the time uh, being right. You know, with summer, we don't really know what's going to happen. So when the time is right, plenty more on the way from us. You guys are obviously both artists, but you're also businessmen as well. Is it hard to juggle both aspects of it? Uh, kind of just a way of life now. Yeah. I have never met a musician that doesn't complain about having to know Photoshop and having to know iMovie and, you know, having to sell tickets to their shows way back in the day. You know, it, it's all part of it. And when it comes to business decisions, like for, uh, let's say, rolling out a new project, how invested are you guys into how it rolls out? I'm sure you have like a team around you, but like, are you guys like down to the nitty gritty? Every part. Much, we pretty much do everything. I mean, if it goes to like a music video or if it comes to like just really anything, we, we have um, our hands in it. And I mean, maybe we're not doing everything, but like pretty much like, even our last music video, like we had, we hired our good friend who's a videographer and then we basically sat down and came up with the concept with him and then kind of like worked on the whole thing together. So a lot of the stuff that we do is it, we're very involved in. And do you guys actually like doing music videos? Cause I feel like you guys like doing <laughs> photo shoots. Cause I've seen all these different like looks that you guys have going on and I, I'm, I'm like, uh, I'm impressed. I'm impressed with their photo shoots. Very interesting. It's, a, it's not, it's not like sitting down and making a song. 
So it's not like we can just sit there and be like, yeah, we know what we're doing. So a lot of it is like, we don't know what the hell we're doing and it's fun. It can be, it can be frustrating. It's uh, very bittersweet. How has it been for you guys crashing Zoom calls? I think that's pretty cool. It's been super fun. Uh, <laughs> originally, how it came about was that everyone was messaging us, asking us to join their birthday call, to join their shout out, you know, everything, because that's how people are staying connected right now through quarantine. So doing these Zoom calls just for an hour, making some cocktails every Thursday evening has, found, has been a good way to just make sure that we get to everyone and give them the attention, let them know that they're important what, without constantly being on Zoom 24-7. <laughs> now, do you guys remember what specifically, and each of you will have to answer this, led you to want to be DJs and producers? Like, was there a song? Was there a, a producer, a DJ that was like, I, you were like, I want that job? Um, I always wanted to do music. Um, I, I think I remember like the first thing uh, was seeing like Kiss play. And uh, I saw like, like, uh, like them playing like guitars. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And then uh, when I got older, a, a little bit, um, I was five, I got a guitar. And then after that, I remember like I heard uh, Around the World by Daft Punk on the radio for the first time. And that used to be like my favorite song ever. So, I mean, it's kind of always been there. That's cool. Andrew? Yeah, I started off making hip hop beats. I was really inspired by what people like Boy Wanda and 40 yeah. were doing. Uh, but I had to rely on rappers to do that. And dance music was the first time that it kind of felt like you could just make a song in the bedroom the way that someone Avicii had done, for example. And that's it. You know, you didn't really have to rely on other people. And that helped me a lot for learning. And I fell in love with it through that. Who do you guys uh, look up to when it comes to, to like fellow DJs, like ones who have sort of been in the game a bit longer than you? Is it like people like Tiesto? Would it have been like an yeah, Avicii? We've been, really, we've been really fortunate to have uh, Tiesto and Armin and a, a lot of these bigger guys um, be, be really good, like friends and mentors. And they've, they've really helped us out. Uh, Martin Garrix is somebody, even though he's a little bit younger, he's, he's been in the game for a while. So, I mean, we've had a lot of these people that have been, um, there with us through the, through the journey. Can you guys imagine not being together as a team? Cause like, obviously there, it's a huge deal that you guys are together. And I'm just wondering, um, I think it obviously takes some of the pressure off, but maybe there's an added pressure because it's like you guys are in a band, you know, in a way. So yeah. I'm wondering how that all kind of plays out. We don't really think about it just because our skills complement each other really well. And it's never, we, there's never even really been a position because basically Joe taught me how to DJ at the beginning. Okay. Uh, so we've been doing this for such a long time and together that it's never, we've never really thought about a world outside of that. Any advice that you'd have for up and coming uh, DJs and producers from Canada? Yeah, definitely uh, reach out to other uh, artists. Um, really like focus this time that you have now while you're staying at home to learn kind of what, what what's involved and uh, just make some friends that are, are doing the same thing because that really helps out when you have other people to um, kind of lean on. Mm -hmm. When you guys are making music, are you able to pull yourselves out of the studio or is it like these marathon sessions of like 12 hours? Like, I just wonder how, how you guys find that. So you need to have some balance because sometimes, I know it sounds crazy, but you can work too much on a song and actually make it worse. Right. So it's just about flow. You know, sometimes you got to go step outside. Sometimes you got to go have a drink with your friends, which we probably partake in a little bit too much <laughs> and then get back at it. And it almost feels like you're hearing it through different ears. Cool. Now, before I let you guys go, I wanted to ask you loud luxury, fast facts, five of them. Uh, what's the best thing about being Canadian? Uh, Ketchup chips <laughs> and free healthcare. <laughs> Just being Canadian. Uh, there's nothing, there's nothing better.
That's cool. Now, uh, if you could go to dinner with either like a DJ or another artist and just sort of sit there and pick their brain for a, be- for a bit, who would it be and why? Calvin Harris. Drake. Okay, cool. And why? Just Because I, I think right now he's like one of the best producers. Uh, he's, he's been killing it. So I, he's somebody that I think would be really cool to sit down and just pick their brain. Yeah. For I just like to see the way Drake thinks because he's always on the ball about everything, you know? Right. I feel like he doesn't miss a beat. No, I, yeah, I totally agree with you. Plus, his house is sick too, right? Like, I just can't believe he put all that detail <laughs> into the new house. It's crazy. Uh, is there, um, like, specific musical in- influences that, like, maybe seep into the sound that you guys uh, create your- together? R&B. Yeah, like, uh, our sound comes from, uh, like, a lot of the Toronto hip-hop R&B um, style that we really loved um, listening to growing up. And then um, definitely dance music. So it's it's kind of like a meshing of the two. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's just something that's a song for us. And that's kind of where mm-hmm. what piques the interest. For your Montreal fans, can you describe in three words why you guys love Montreal so much? Mm-hmm. Je t'aime Montreal. <laughs> that's, <cool. laughs> that's good. I like that. Uh, Montreal. Fi- there we go. Uh, and finally, is there um, like a party or an event that you guys would love to spin at? Like maybe the Met Gala at some point, Rihanna's birthday oh, party? Yeah. yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. I think okay. when we talk about dream shows, I think yeah. both of us think Coachella will be really special just because it says something just like culturally, saying kind of like, you know, what you're doing right now is important and has value. So that would be really special to us. Awesome, cool. Guys, I love you so much and I really appreciate you making time for us again. Thank you. Shatan, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. The Kelly Alexander Show. Thanks so much for spending time with us on the program this week. We always appreciate it. A big thank you going out to our guests. Brandy and Loud Luxury. And of course, my thanks to our super producer, Adam Briso. Don't forget that you can follow us on all the major podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher Radio. And you can grab all of our social media handles by hitting up our website, kellyalexandershow.com. Have an amazing week. You and I will chat soon. The Kelly Alexander Show.